The Future Lifestyle Pro Podcast. Have you ever... Oh, first of all, God, I'm a bit tired because we had to get up really early because we, um, we've we been doing this filming for this film that's going to be on Channel 4 at the end of this year, I think. It's hopefully going to be on around Christmas time. And it's um, it's going to have, it's got Stephen Graham in it and it's got Jodie Comer, Killing Eve woman, blonde girl. It's got Sue Johnson at her royal family. It's got loads of famous Northern English actors in it, and um, they were after a, a, a kind of a, a real family to do some kind of pretending to be Sue, Sue Johnson, who's the mum at her royal family, pretending to be her family. Um, so anyway, because our daughters go to this kind of stage school thing. They said, "Oh, would you would you be interested in making a little video, just pretending you're visiting your grandma?" Um, we were literally sat doing nothing, so we said, "Yeah, all right." So we uh, we made this little video. We sat this teddy on couch and visited grandma. Just literally treat the teddy like we'd treat the grandma. We didn't know what what it was for at the time. They didn't give us any context. We were just like going, "Hello, grandma. How are you doing?" You know, like this. Um, and they said they liked it and they wanted us to, to use us and it all happened really fast they said oh come along to this place uh, you're going to be Sue Johnson's family and you're going to have to do some like improvising with her and all this lot and it's like never done out like this in my entire life mad but uh, yes yeah, so we've been doing that all day so it's, it's been really fun uh, I'm excited about it and I got to meet some really famous people so it's been cool today bit of a change um, so I'm feeling a bit tired so but uh, I had a conversation with a lady on Facebook the other day and she she mentioned something to me I thought it'd be quite interesting to talk about quite interesting to talk about so have you ever said or used the wrong term before and accidentally offended anyone or have you ever really not known how to approach a certain subject or or phrase something because you're scared that you might upset someone because I think it's quite common and you know I think I wanted to talk about being offended and getting offended and even causing offense as well um, and if you've ever been in that situation post in comments and tell us about it and what you think people need to do about it because for me it's all about the intent at work we have this thing called the clumsy scale you can say things that you didn't mean and be on the clumsy scale uh, and you can still get in trouble for it and I work in an emergency services there's quite a lot of uh, expectation for us to be all prim and proper so I, I guess I guess it's a little bit different for emergency services but it to, to me it's all about intent and and if you're <clears throat> if you're someone who's going to cause offense 
it's on you it's on me to not to try to not offend you I don't want to intentionally offend you because that's that's uh, that's mean that's me being nasty a nasty piece of shit so it's all about me not intending to hurt you right okay and the thing about the thing about being offended and, and offending other people I feel like it's just a simple education thing the more educated you are the less the, the more you understand different cultures and, diff and different kinds of people in general the less offence you're going to get caused and the less you're probably going to be offended because the more you understand where the person's coming from um, so it's, it's much easier and it's all an education thing and I remember growing up there were a lot of stigmas um, there's always been loads of stigmas like where I'm from in Bradford loads of stigmas about um, the Muslim community loads of stigmas about the musical Muslim community and I'm sure there's loads of stigmas about in the Muslim community about the the, the white community or whatever whatever community who cares what community there's lots and lots of stigmas because there's a lack of education and understanding there and I always remember um, I, I, I got I got into my online business a few years ago and a lot of the guys and girls who I met in that business are, uh, are Asian and Muslim people and I already had lots of friends who were Asian and Muslim um, this is just one example by the way I always, I always had a lot of connections anyway so I've, and I've always been quite an open minded and friendly person I like to think so I was, but but within our, my culture, there was a lot. There's always been lots of stigmas, and you get all this stuff in the media as well about Islam and and, and the Muslim community. And I remember thinking, man, these people are just the fucking nicest, most nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. And 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 I can't for the life of me understand why they get so much shit. And um, a good friend of mine. Uh, who I met through the business, Abu Bakr, lovely, lovely guy. He's got, he's got a mosque, and he, he, t he took me along to his mosque as a guest a couple of years ago at Ramadan, uh, and I was really looking forward to it. I broke, I broke fast there. Um, you know, I, I sat in whilst they were doing uh, the prayers. I can't remember what it's called exactly. Just before the, before we all eat, but um, it was just the most loveliest atmosphere, and everyone was just so nice, and they couldn't wait to tell me what everything was and what everything meant they couldn't wait to tell me and 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 it felt comfortable me asking because i'd i did i genuinely didn't know and i was genuinely interested and because i was genuinely interested and not skeptical and even if i was skeptical i don't think that i cared it just felt it just felt like a great experience a two-way experience um and and it is it does all boil down to the right questions and the right intent and um the lady who i was chatting to on facebook as well you know i came away from that that day at the, at the mosque really uh not only with my eyes opened but with my perspective just totally bigger than it miles bigger than it was before and it's all through genuinely wanting to learn and wanting to understand um and and same you know in terms of being offended back to the back to the reason why i'm making this video the lady was telling me that she has a son who's disabled and she had to 
she was telling some people about her own son, her own, and and they and she said, "Oh, my son's disabled," and they were offended by her term about her own son that she's grow that she, she's she's literally raised from being a baby, and she had to sort of educate and she had to sort of pacify and appease them. Oh, sorry, I won't call him. I won't call him that. They will say, "No, you can't call him that." Blah 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 to her to to her about her own son, and she wasn't being derogatory. She was just trying to honestly explain his situation uh, to to those people, and they were offended. Uh, <laughs> God knows why about that, which is which kind of inspired me to make this video, and and I think um, I think it all boils down to just being brave enough to ask the right questions. Just be brave enough to ask questions. If you don't know about something, if you know, if you if you if you um, suspect that someone has some kind of information that they're holding from you, or that you what would like out of them, but you you just you know you're just too embarrassed to ask, you definitely should ask. Questions reveal the truth, and if we can all live by the truth, no one ever has to tell any lies, and the world improves. There's no such thing as a bad question literally there's no such thing as a bad question so when you feel like asking that question and you're in a group of people i get this in fire service a lot yeah i'm thinking right because i've only got two brain cells i don't quite understand what he's talking about and i feel like everyone else in this group understands what he's talking about and i don't understand um and i used to just keep my mouth shut because i didn't want to look silly but then i thought no that it's it's worse me not saying anything and then not knowing the answers and then I genuinely will be worse than everyone else. So it's important that I'm on the same level as everyone else. So put my hand up. Excuse me, could you just explain that a little bit better? Because I don't understand because I've only got two brain cells. And yeah, you might get a little bit of sniggers and stuff, but <clears throat> that shows much more bravery than not saying anything and then not having the information and then making a big fuck up later on. So, you know, the truth literally sets us free. And it create and the, and from the truth, through the truth, we get more trust. We start to trust each other much more because there's nothing to hide. We trust each other now because I know everything about you. You know everything about me. I know your flaws and you know my flaws, and that's great because now we can cover for each other. And this is the thing about banter, banter, uh, banter. You know, there's a little bit of a stigma about banter, and the, it's it, it's become this bit of a toxic word especially in like the fire service i'm sure it's like this in the police and army and all these lot and i'm sure in big corporations it is as well you know banter can be seen as a bad thing but banter is actually important banter is important especially in a male dominated environment because i need to know if me and you are bantering and i'm bantering you and i'm giving you a little bit of stick and you're giving me a little bit of stick i need to know that you're not going to go to pieces just because i've said something that upsets you if you're the kind of person that goes to pieces because I've said something that upsets you, you're not the kind of person I want next to me in a fire. I don't want you next to me in a fire when the shit gets really difficult because you're such a pussy that you can't even take a little bit of banter. And yeah, there's a stigma against it. And yes, alright, some people can be offended. And it's on you to not be offended, but it's also on me to not intentionally try to go deep and offend you. There's a line, there's a line and it's important uh, and it's difficult to police. The only per people who know where that line is, is me and you between us now in this banter. Um, because really uh, being offended ultimately 
it really achieves nothing. And when you're the kind of person who is easily offended, there's some people on Facebook who fucking love to get offended. They love to be outraged and offended by things. They love it. But but the bad news is it's on you to emotionally manage that situation. The, the thing's already been said. It's already out in the open. It's gone. It's history. It's on you now. The ball's in your court and you have to emotionally manage it. It's 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 really it's really that simple. It it holds relationships back. It holds relationships back between groups of people, which is important. You know, we work together. We're a social. We're a social animal. Um, we. Uh, hang on. Where were? I? Sorry, I'm a bit tired and drunk. We already know. We already know that there's pricks about. We already know that there's dickheads. Right, so if we know that before we go into so social situations with people, why would we get knocked out of the game by something that a dickhead said? If you already know that pricks and knobheads exist, and and and, and mean people, we already know that. It's a that's a prerequisite. It's like I know that it's going to be sunny tomorrow, so if I get sunburnt because of the sun, it's my stupid fault, you know. So. If you get knocked out of the game by something a prick's said, that's your fucking stupid fault, mate. I'm sorry. Um, but most people typically are decent people. 98% of people are just normal people that want the best for other people. I'm sure you'd agree. I'm sure you're one, and I know I am. Um, and I think it's important that we, we trust in each other's better angels. You know, the better angels of our nature, just trust in them. Nobody really wants to cause offence. There's always a, an honest motive behind most things. So it's up to me to emotionally manage it. And it's up to you to emotionally manage it. And both of us, you be, you be brave enough to say sorry. And me be brave enough to tell you or ask the question or, or emotionally manage away the, the upset that you might have caused. Because it's just words. Um, and I think it was Stephen Fry, the Stephen Fry quote. And... He said something like, "It's very co uh, the term I'm offended is becoming very common, as if it gives someone certain rights, and it's nothing more than a whine. I find that offensive. It has no meaning. So fucking what? If you find it offensive, shut up. <laughs> That's what Stephen Fry said, and I agree. And my my tilt on it is, stop being a little bitch." Just ask questions. Be brave enough to ask questions. Nobody cares about you. So you might as well be brave enough to put your hand up and ask the question. Get the information to strengthen yourself. Anyway, that's it for me, guys. I love you. I'll see you later on. Bye.